The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the Low Fact Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. As you all know, we are the unresearched opinions of two culturally uns- in? unsignificant, insignificant dudes. Unsignificant is not a word. Maybe we can make it one like agreeance. I think I saw it in the dictionary lately. That's not a word either. I think it's become one. Maybe we should stop making up words. Well, or we should be, you know... More, more exact about the language we use. I think that would be better. We can, we can make up words, but I don't think we can use black to mean white. Okay. Although they do, right? Because bad means good. Like you're a badass? Yeah, but you got to say it the right way. You can't say you're a badass. You're like, man, you a badass. <laughs> you a bad white boy. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, airplane? Um, or is it airplane too? No, it was, uh, remember... That oh. has the jive talking in it. Well, it's both of them, but it was, uh, it was, uh, I was thinking of that scene from Remember the Titans when, uh, when, uh, Sunshine Ronnie Bass comes into his own and I was like, yes, one bad white boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. I like that movie. Anyway, so the word of the day is authenticity. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a similar theme to the credentialing in the sense that I watch these people on TV doing the press conferences. I watch these politicians and I don't know whether it's cause you were like you were saying on our last episode that it's cause my eyes have been opened or what, but the question is whether or not we can tell whether people are being authentic. Like, like can we tell when someone's being authentic or not? Or does, does it really just kind of depend on whether we like them? Because for me, I feel like it's not, you know my barometer my barometer is not necessarily very accurate. Like if I like somebody, I tend to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt and say, "Oh, this person's being authentic." If I don't like them, I don't like their mannerisms. I don't like what they're saying. Then I tend to say, "Oh, this person's full of shit. This person isn't authentic." Now that is not that's not necessarily a test of, of the authentic. So it's like, how do you, how do you tell whether somebody you're dealing with is just fitting you a line of a load of bullshit? Do you go with your gut? Cause sometimes your gut is, I feel like sometimes my gut is, is good. I'm like, that's bullshit. But uh, a lot of the time it depends on whether I like them or not. So it's a hard question to me. You mean on a personal level? Yeah. Like whether so whether you can tell if someone's being authentic or not on a personal level. Yeah, authentic as in you know truthful, um, value driven, you know, as opposed to everything that comes out of their mouth is a damn lie. Uh, I think that a lot of that is situational. Well, I'm I'm really kind of talking about I'm talking about my perception of people who are on the national stage. Okay, well that's easy. They're all being inauthentic. Done. Well, we have 15 minutes, Dave. Um, 
well, I can say they're all being inauthentic done and put it on a loop for 15 minutes if you want. But that's what I mean by it's situational. Like if it's, if it's your friend who's in a tough, in a tough spot, uh huh. that's, that's one thing. If it's, if it's something that's, you know, if it's a situation where you know it's somebody that wants something from you, uh-huh. like a panhandler, right? that's another thing, or a car salesman, or a sales rep, or a waitress. Right. You know, those are all, those are all situations where chances are pretty high that they're not being authentic. They're just wanting a good tip or a sale or whatever. Yeah. Now the things the things that make it tough are are when you're in church, and it's you know it's it's your pastor mm-hmm. or a deacon. Now all of a sudden it's just you know because you got to weigh stuff, you know you wanna you want to believe that these people are a doctor, mm-hmm. or your lawyer. One would hope that your lawyer is authentic. Well, to you. In well, fact, they also have duties. Well, legal duties, yes. They, so, they, are, they are obligated. Your doctors too, but <clears throat> there's the there's the the, the the Tuskegee experiment. Now, I don't know if this if these people were their doctors. You talking about the Tuskegee Airmen? No, there was a it was it was a is is very famous, and you know it's another reason why black people. If I were black, I, I don't think I'd ever be able to trust the government. But uh, the uh, the Tuskegee experiment was a lot a, a years long study on the effects of syphilis, and so what they did was they got a bunch of syphilitic men at the early stages, and they just you know had them come in, and didn't treat them not not for syphilis no. Oh, that's great. And you know they just basically you know the years and years of having syphilis they just kind of studied and saw what happened and it wasn't and they didn't tell them oh we're not treating you. And, that's horrendous. Yeah. When was this? Like the forties? Yep. Man. But that's that's the same thing with like uh, with 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 doctors and the and the and the, and the drugs. So. So let's say in the context of advice, getting advice from a friend. Mm. So you get you get some advice from a friend. How the hell do you know whether it's authentic advice or whether or not it's your like like true truthful that your friend is being truthful or whether it's just that friend that like you know is blowing sunshine up your ass and just kind of well, you know you, making you feel really, really when you say truthful aren't you really when you say truthful and authentic <laughs> aren't you really saying stuff that is the best for you? Um. Like a person giving you advice, you would want you would want to think that this 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 trusted counselor is giving you advice that's in your best interest, as you see it, or in your best interest as they see it. Because there's you know there's 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 loads of layers of complexity there. Well, it would have to be a friend that knows you, right? Well, we're already assuming that part. Well, that's that that is one assumption that you've decided not to make, but you've assumed all these other things that you probably shouldn't have assumed. <laughs> like, you know, because of the context. Right. So, yeah, you can assume that your friend is someone that knows you. But what you can assume is... Is that they have your best interests at heart. Or 
look, they might think they do, and they only have, but they think they do based on their best interest, right? I mean, there's 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 a whole lot of there's a whole lot of, of interplay that you have to kind of peel away and, and, and think about. Well, I haven't really peeled it away with the topic. Well, well, no, but but that's not that's not that bad of a thing. What I'm saying is, you know, we can we can only think of seven or eight things at a time, uh-huh. and. There's there's quite easily fifty to sixty things to, to consider. So in any situation, you just gotta you just gotta pick the top seven. So here, here's a question for you, and this is something that someone in my family thought might be a good topic, which is I don't know, it's kind of related to the idea of advice. So what's the best advice that you ever got? <laughs> I can't say that I ever got any really good advice. Okay. Because I think for me, the best advice I ever got was. Uh, I was at a point where I was ready to burn all my bridges and leave the United States and I had a conversation with someone in my family and they were like don't do it Hmm. like don't don't burn your bridges stay persist do your thing Um, so yeah I mean so you've never gotten any good advice from anybody (sighs) that's kind of a loaded statement I've gotten I've gotten advice from people that had that believe that they had my best interest at heart. Are you you're saying my statement is loaded? Right. Well, you're, you're, you're the way I put it. No, your, your summary of my statement or your, your, your recapitulation of my statement. Yeah. I said, I haven't ever gotten really good advice. And I say that because the advice that I've always gotten have turned out to be unhelpful to me, even though it wasn't from, from the source wanting it to be unhelpful or wanting me to fail or anything like that, you know, they, they were giving me, they were saying things that they believed to be true and thought would be helpful, but it turned out it was not helpful for me. And is that I, just cause you're different from people? I think I could be suffering from selective memory to tell you the truth. Right. But you know, whenever people have tried to advise me on how to, on what to do and how to, how to, how to do things, it never really worked out. So you, you tend to what get want to go with your own instincts on things? Yeah, but then but you're but you're like you're you're in it though. Like like at least if somebody is giving you some advice, one would hope that they would be like in somewhat of an objective mm-hmm. third party. No one's ever objective, but they are not in it. So I can use that. I can use that their perspective to inform my decision. But so maybe I have gotten great advice because it was it was useful for me to come up with a with a plan of action. But it wasn't based on the advice. But it wasn't like if someone's like, you know, stay in school. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll stay in school. So there was there was never a moment like that. Cause I feel like I feel like there's been various moments in my life where I've gotten advice which has kind of kept me on track. That's good. That I wouldn't have otherwise maybe, you know, I might have made the wrong decision. That's good. I mean, I've got more um, power to you. I'm a little jealous. But maybe maybe that just means I'm really, like, impressionable. Could be. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, it's like... It's like uh, like I didn't, I didn't want to go straight to college, and I think I probably would have benefited from not doing it. <clears throat> Taking four to eight years off was would probably not have helped. I always wonder what I would have done if I didn't go to college. I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I wonder if I would have been happier in a different career. 
that's a weird road to go down, which I refuse to ever go down. Really? The what if road? Yeah. Really? Mm. I I have that like thought a lot. Well, for me, that like, road like, is, is that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. But that road for me always leads to a place where nothing can change. Why? Because you made the wrong decision at some point. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy road, in my opinion. It's a sliding doors scenario, which I think is total BS. But not everybody does. So you don't think that by making a decision you change your fate? No. Then it wouldn't be fate. So you don't believe you can change your fate? No. That's the whole point of fate. I have a different view of it. I know, I know, but it, but but if but bear with me. Fate means predestined will happen, right? Uh huh. How can you change something that will happen if it's supposed to happen? I don't know. I don't like the idea that we're just like some jetsam on a river that's just being taken by the river wherever it wants to go. Okay, fine. But that's what you're saying, right? Well, I'm saying there might be a little eddy and you might go over here, but you you're at the end of the day you're going down the river. But I'm saying if you you can't call something that's not fate, fate. In line with your language needs to be specific. But your definition of fate is different from my definition of fate. And you're, you're saying my definition's wrong. Well, no, I'm just saying that that's not what fate means. But surely you can... Okay, what does fate mean? It's your destiny. What does destiny mean? It means it's what you're... What you're going to be doing. Meant to happen. Meant to happen. Okay, if something is meant to happen, then what decision can you make to make it not happen? And still be called fate. And, and still be called meant to happen. So that's the only reason why I don't have an answer. Right. So if you want to, if you want to call, if you want to say that you believe in fate, but then come up with a definition for fate that is not the one that's been used, then call it something else. Like you can't say four plus four is eight. So you, you, there's no scenario where we can influence our own fate. We can influence fate. I guess it's not. Yeah, it's our fate. My fate, your fate, whatever. Not as the meaning of the word fate is concerned. If you can influence it, then, which you which you might be able to, then you just can't call it fate anymore. What, it's just life? Well, no, you just had to come up with something else to call it. <laughs> you can't call yourself a blonde and have black hair, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <sighs> then you're no longer a blonde. You're a brunette. So if fate or destiny means what's supposed to happen, what is meant to happen, you can't say, well, I can change that and still call it fate or destiny is what I'm saying. You're getting kind of hung. You're getting hung up on my word for it. But th what I'm saying is if you think you can change stuff, you need to call it something else. I have always had trouble with this concept. Well, it's because you're you're trying to put a square peg into a round hole. It's because I want to have my cake and eat it too, Dave. You I can. Want... You, that's the whole purpose of cake. You're supposed to have it and eat it too. But what I'm saying is you can't say something is this 
and 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 like change it around and use the same definition for it. It's and we'll leave with that with the funny story that you know you were actually there when when I was talking to someone one of your one of your countrymen. I was just taking the piss, and I was like, you know, what's it like being? Wow, on? what are you, Kiwi? I am now. Um, you know, saying saying what's it like being on the being on you know having your country being close to the asshole of, of the earth, and the person was like. No, you can't. It's not like that. Those maps were written were written by white men. It's wrong maps. Blah blah this. Blah blah that. And then that person came around and said, "But we see the sun first. And I was like, "What? Excuse me?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Look at the map." And I had this flabbergasted look on my face. Like I, I was just, I had, I had an overload. And the person was like, "Don't get mad because you lost the argument." Like, how can you sit there? <laughs> And I, I was here. It was in party. I remember this. You know, how can you sit there and poo-poo my evidence and tell me how, tell us how it's all wrong, uh-huh. and then make an argument about how great that evidence is, and say it proved and it and it's proved my point, and your point is isn't it's all wrong. <laughs> That's not even where I was going to with with what she said. I thought it was stupid what she said because. She's talking about an arbitrary fucking date line. On a map written by white men, which was poo-pooed when I said, your country's on the asshole of the earth. Which you were also joking about, but well, there's, there's I, no joking about New Zealand. You don't diss it. Oh. You didn't, obviously didn't know the rules. I didn't know the rules, and I was just, it was just, it was just so funny to me. And at that point, I was just, I was, I was like, oh. I wonder if she's listening. Probably not. Anyway, so on All to right, topic number on two. On to the next topic. So the next topic, again, uh, another suggestion from someone in my family. I'm pretty sure she doesn't want me to name her because she doesn't admit to listening to the podcast. So. That's fine. Um, we can be a side piece. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're kind of the side piece. But uh, it, was, it, was, it was living your best life. Oh, I hate that term. And it's it's something that's like, it's in rap songs now. It's like all over and like social media, Instagram. You know, when it, whenever someone posts a picture, a, a bullshit picture, right, of like, this is my life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, them on, a, you know, them on holiday, them with a pretty girl, them with a nice car. And it's like, living your best life and i'm like but that's fake social media is fake so but then but my question is what the hell does living your best life even mean does that mean living according to having having a principled life does it mean having a whole lot of money does it mean yeah it turns out to be a pile of bs doesn't it it seems like it, it. It is a pile of BS. Because like, you know, like because your life is your life, right? And if living right, and and I would think living your best life is if life hands you lemons, make lemonade. That's your best life, right? You you got dealt a shit shit a, a shit show of cards, and so now you got to try and make something out of that that shit show of cards. Living your best life in that sense, I would agree with, but in the sense that I still don't know. No, it's a very vague statement. You know, when when people like live your best life, I was like, what? Yeah, that 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 statement to me is just like uh, you know my truth, and I, I'm just like, I think it means like don't be an asshole. Well, that's impossible. I think it means don't don't be cruel. You know, don't treat other people badly. 
be a good person. You know, it's like, like to me, that's all wrapped up well, in that statement, right? It, it, it's like, don't, you know, it's like, it's like, make sure you experience life. Make sure you, you know, you're not just like sitting there being, I don't know, sitting around in your house doing nothing. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, to me, there's like, there's, there's an element to it of making sure that you, do everything that you should, you know, like experience everything you should experience. Okay. Right. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe it is changing your, like to me, when I think of it, like at its core, I think, well, maybe it's about just making sure that you're enjoying life. And, do, and and sort of doing things? Well, yeah. I I mean, guess, if it's, if it's doing the best you can with what you got, that makes total sense. But whenever I've, whenever I've heard the statement bandied around, it's never been about people doing the best they can with what they got. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a hashtag now. And it's definitely not something that I've been able to figure out, like put a definition on. Well, I've always, I've always seen it centered around people doing things that make them feel good. Okay. Or, you know, yeah, make doing things that make them feel good. And they're all like, live your best life or you're out there living your best life. And the stuff that they're, that make them feel good are like going on vacations and making lots of money. Whatever. I don't, I've never seen it. I've never, I've never, I've never heard it applied to that, but it's always, it's always been applied to people who are, you know, going out and enjoying themselves. Right. And saying, living your best life. And I'm just like, well, you wouldn't tell a heroin addict that. Live your best life. (laughs) Or no, when they're shooting up, you're like, man, girl, you, you live in your best life. But yeah, the, the so whole... maybe there is something that it's it's got to be something positive then. Maybe it is a but. But I'm like, is it a positive statement to say that to somebody? Like I said, whenever I've heard it applied, because I'll never say it. It's always been applied to something where a person is doing something, activity, whatever, that just they enjoy that makes them feel good. So is there a, if it's on social media, there's an aspect of there's an aspect of kind of showing off a little bit then in, in the I'll sense say, that, look what I'm like, look at me in the sense that that's what social media is supposed to, I don't know what social media is supposed to be, but like, I, that's I, kind of what it is. And I, I, I know I keep on going back to this, but it just, it seems like it's really coming from a very emotional standpoint. And I never thought chasing good feelings was something that was a worthy endeavor in life. I don't know. Part of me feels like it's it's good to do that though sometimes. Again, sometimes, but it's right, not. It's like, not. Like I don't think it's a life. Just be all about work. It's for not example. a example. What if you consider work something that's drudgery? Mm-hmm. I think for for a lot of people it is. Then I Their think work is just to kind of you know pay for other things or make ends meet. You know, I mean. You don't you don't view work like that? No. Not at all. Never? 
what do you mean by never? Like every minute of every day, I'm like whistling and this and they're going, things are great. I'm getting chewed up by my boss. Like, oh, at least I got a God's good. No, that's not. Everybody has difficulty at certain points, but to sit there and think that work is just kind of what you do to pass the time so you can sit there and chase your good feels. Yeah. That I think is, no, that's, that's not a. That's not a worthy life. You're not, you're not a business that, like, you're not, like, a, you don't, like, really enjoy, I, I mean, do you enjoy travel? You're not, like, a travel guy. Well, there was a point where I wanted to travel, but the, the, the travels that I wanted to do was around career. Okay. And I did that. And it that was... It so mundane, though. It was, it was pretty rough in certain times. Yeah. But when you say travel, you mean... You don't enjoy going on vacation? Like, yeah, but life isn't a vacation. I don't consider life, like, having a life where all I have to do is just go on vacation. But don't you want to, like, meet other people and experience the different cultures and all that stuff? To the extent that the cultures used to exist. But there's still cultures. There's still different cultures. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. And if you were in Sweden, you could have celebrated Midsummer last night. Sweden's not even Sweden anymore. Well, and it from, still has Swedish people and some Swedish things that they celebrate. And from what I've from what I've from what I've learned about the old country of Sweden, the Swedes that came here a hundred years ago are much better Swedes, and I like them a lot more. <laughs> you know, so Sweden, you're not about having fun then. Oh, sure, I am. I love having fun. But you're saying you don't need to travel to experience the living your best life. If living your your best life means that you have to travel on vacation all the time, that's just not something I'm ever going to do. Well, some people, that's all they want to do. Go on vacation all the time. They're no, they work to go on vacation. They work that's, to... That's, that's fine, but... It sounds to me like you're poo-pooing those people. How long is vacation? Is it a couple of weeks? Is it a couple of months? Oh, I don't know. It's like... Probably a couple of months a year for the people that like to A really couple travel. of months a year. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Out of a 12-month year, uh huh. you're going to take a third of that. I would totally do that if I could do that. Like, I would totally have eight weeks off to do other stuff. Like, I've been here 20 years. Have I seen most of America? No. That's pretty sad. I've been here 50 years. I haven't seen most of America. Well, no, I have. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I seen, have. I've seen a lot of it, yeah. So, like, I, I think vacations are important. Sure, but I don't think that, that, okay, yeah, they are important, but that's a that's a cultural thing. I don't think you do think vacations are important. <laughs> sure I do. Uh, what, are you kidding me? We, I've n- never seen you really take a vacation. I can recharge on a two-day two day vacation. That is not a vacation. That is a vacation. <laughs> the weekend is not a vacation, bro. See, now this is good because now we figured out that we have a very different view of like work and vacation too. Work can be a vacation. No. How is work a vacation? What is better in the world? than providing for your family yeah, and keeping and, and, and keeping things moving along so that you can sit there and go, oh, I need a vacation. Yeah. 
That's true. That is something that people sometimes just say, right? They're like, oh, it sucks, man. I'm always working, but yet they seem to enjoy their work. Everybody hates their job to a certain extent. It's great complaining about your job, but I don't know. The whole, the whole, like, you don't like to travel. Like, well, I do. When? What do you mean when? What do you mean? What do you mean by travel? I guess is my like I'm like I'm like travel to foreign countries, meet interesting people, Asia, and kill them. Not which kill is them. which is a which is a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about invasions. I saw that and I was like, I want to join the navy. Conflicts. <laughs> that is that does not count as a vacation. Like being in the military and going somewhere on a on a big naval vessel does not. That's not. Well, it was either that or the foreign service. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this is going, and I didn't really, as as our listeners can probably tell, I didn't do a whole lot of uh, preparation. Well, well, living for you, living your best life. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I think it's. I think that's one of those terms that has been kind of co opted. But so it can mean anything. Then we've just, we've established it could mean anything. I think no. I think what it means is you do what makes you feel good. And they try to, and then, and then, and and the attempt is to make it is, is to make it seem positive. Good feelings are positive, and I'm like, okay, what if you get good feelings from shooting drugs up? Are you now going to say to to, the, to some heroin addict, you're living your best life, dude? Oh well, see, now I'm kind of interested to see what memes are out there, but I bet you there's memes that are like that. I bet you there's really horrifically dark memes that say living my best life. But you know. I, I choose to, to take the meaning of living your best life, meaning if, you know, you do the best you can with what you got. And I think that there is great meaning and great satisfaction in that. Choose life. Well, I guess it's better to be alive than dead. Depends on your situation, right? If you're, if you're mining for precious metals with your bare hands, I think you'd rather be dead. Yeah. So I wonder what those people who live in people living in abject poverty or doing like some kind of horrendous thing like that would think of living your best life. They probably living your best life hashtag and people just basically like goofing around, spending money like it's going out of fashion. They're probably thinking white people problems, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole, I don't know. I feel kind of weird. you sit there, Tell me that I'm just some kind of Ebenezer Scrooge type guy that doesn't like vacations and stuff, which is totally wrong. I mean, we, we actually been on vacation. That's true. Several. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, I've never been on vacation. Well, I just, it's been a long time since I've done any real travel. I used to love doing that shit, right? Like Thailand, North Africa, like a few places where I went for weeks and it was fucking fun. And this is when I was young. You, know. you vacationed for weeks. Yeah, I spent like two months in Thailand. As a student? Uh, can't be. Can't be as a. As no, a, I was on hiatus on a movie. So two month hiatus. So you'd made enough money to where you were like, okay, now I can go blow it all. Well, Thailand's pretty cheap. Well, okay, but you made enough money to where you could sit there and say, I don't need to make any more money, so I can go sit here and play around. It was great. Okay. I loved it. I'm not saying it wasn't, but... I had the time of my life in Thailand. And you think you think that you could do that 
if you could do that all year round, let's say that money were no object and you could do that all year round, you'd be sitting there going, life is great. I can go to these new places and do these things and everything. Well, it might, be a, it might be a different purpose for going and doing it. I'm, I mean, I'm, it's not going to be like it was when I was 20, but yeah, there's still part of me that wants to go and see other places. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But actually, I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to try and like call you out or anything. It's just that's not, that's not the purpose of it. But I do... I do think that you have like uh, sometimes you have like a uh, a skewed definition of stuff. What do you mean? Like what's fun? A little bit. How how is it skewed? Well, as far as I can tell, these things that you're talking about really center around having no responsibilities, no obligations, and you're at a point in your life where that is not even in the cards anymore. So that aside, to sit there and, and, and be like, oh, I, I really miss traveling. And then, and then your definition of traveling be something that only a person in their late teens, early 20s could be able to do. And say that a person who's a few decades removed from that would be like, oh, I want to be able to go do that again. So are you really talking about the travel or are you talking about being super young again? I'm talking about the travel, I think. I don't know at this point. Okay. I might have to give it some thought. Sure. So, but yeah, best life, I, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. All right. Well, we're going to come back to this topic. Okay. Thanks for listening.